Welcome to episode 18 of the BSN Rams podcast. Dominic Nabalski alongside Nick Patnode. We got a few men's basketball games here to catch up on, as well as some uh, big recruiting news for the week for CSU football. We'll start, though, with Rams going up against the Aggies of Utah State last Saturday. Rams getting a 64-56 win. Uh, and Logan, traditionally, Nick, a, a tough place to play. Um, you know, anytime you can go out on the road against any team in the Mountain West, it, it's a big win. Um, you know, especially for a team now that's shorthanded like the Rams to go in there, get a win. Um, they never trailed in this game, which I thought was pretty impressive. They played really as close to a perfect half, I, I think, as they could. You know, they uh, they moved the ball well offensively. They were they were getting to the hole. They were getting good quality possessions. Um, Emmanuel Amagmo, just just a monster. Another double double, twenty points. Um, you know they they do have some some trouble late in the game as far as putting the Aggies away. Those final minutes were a little bizarre, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean a good win. They they don't let the Aggies get closer than six points. Um, you know your your overall thoughts on this one. I was pretty shocked. I mean, we talked about it last week, and I had said that the Rams were going to struggle on the road and that they might steal one or two. And I didn't expect them to get this one, but they did it. And so this might be one of those ones they steal, but they played like they did when Gian was out and these guys were finding ways to win in Boulder and things. like. I mean, they put together an impressive ball game. Uh, and I think it's because that Fresno State game hurt them. And they kind of felt like they had put on a, a pretty terrible show and they, they felt embarrassed and they wanted to show people that that's not what the program's about. And they went out there in, in Logan and they – they were impressive. I mean, they shot some 31% uh, from the three-point line, and uh, they were 42% from the field goal. So it's, it's, uh, it, was, it was encouraging to see. Um, I can't guarantee that every single road game is going to be like this, but uh, you know, they, they proved me wrong for, for one game on the road, and that's, that says something. So uh, I was glad to see him come out and play that way, especially in a hostile environment. Uh, like it, like at Utah State. Yeah, interesting finish. The teams go a combined two of fifteen from the field, free throws galore. Um, you know, you're almost wondering if there's going to be some sort of collapse by the Rams, but but they hold off uh, the Aggies for a big win. Um, but moving on to last night's game, as the Rams get back to Moby, uh, play San Jose State. Who, I mean, we we said it a few weeks ago when they when they met um, in California. The Spartans are terrible. I mean, they really are. They've, they've shown a little bit of improvement from year to year, but, you know, they're only going to get um, a handful of wins in the Mountain West, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, the Rams winning 81-72. Last night, the big story, Larry Eustace getting his 100th win uh, with the Rams. I believe the fastest coach to ever do that. Um, when we asked him about that after the game, he just kind of downplayed it, played it, saying, "Quote: I had a lot, of, lot more fulfillment watching this team fend off San Jose State. I just saw a lot of growth in this team throughout the game. You know, for the most part, CSU in control most of the game. They they did fall behind um, at one point about midway through the first half, but they did a nice job holding off uh, Brandon Clark, one of the the top um, up and comers really in the Mountain West, and at least the best player on the Spartans." Um, they held him to four points. Um, he, he ended up going off a little bit in the second half. But, um, you know, the, the, the Rams did experience a little bit of adversity in that first half. Brayden Colliker, um, one of just three guys that Larry has available off the bench. 
um, forced to leave the game following um, a hard fall. And then I think it was minutes later, J.D. Page picks up his second foul. Larry's hands are tied a little bit, and yet, you know, CSU is able to to withstand that. They get 40-minute games out of both Gene Clavel and Prentice Nixon, who never came out. And, I mean, it's a big win. It's a game that you absolutely had to win mm-hmm. moving forward. Your, your take on this one. It's what they had to do. I mean, the seniors showed up and they played well, and that's exactly what you expect from the seniors. But let's talk about Nico Carvacho. His play was pretty impressive uh, for a, for a redshirt freshman and a guy who's going to be relied upon as we go through these years as as, as he is a Ram. Uh, and he was able to get uh, you know a number of points, and uh, it was it eight that he finished with, or uh, eight or ten points wow. he finished with. Uh, but this is the listen. The Rams are a game out of first place. That doesn't say a whole lot about the Mountain West. It's obviously a down year, but if we've talked about it, the Mountain West is probably going to be a one-team league in the tournament this year. And if the Rams want to be that one team, these are the games they have to win, and they have to win them convincingly. They won this one by nine points. That's mildly convincing, but it's not you know by winning by fifteen or twenty points. But these are the games they have to win. Good for them. They did it. Like coaches will tell you, hey, we'll take a win by a, one or one hundred, and well, here here it is. It's a win. So. That, that's that's good for the program, and you know not not so great from the three point uh, percentage for the Rams, but fi- a little bit better on, from the uh, field goal percentage standpoint. They finished forty nine percent there, and uh, you saw a guy like Gian who played hard for forty minutes, and that's exactly what this team looks for out of Gian Clavel. Uh, and guys like Anthony Bonner, you know, he he got in there and made some some good threes for the team. Juan Sabino, the walk on track team, he didn't uh, he didn't get any minutes, but at least he was there. He right. was on the bench in case something had gone wrong. So, uh, But like I said, these are the games the Rams have to win. Good for them they got a home win. They got a tough contest coming up this Saturday against, uh, is it San Diego State? Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy the team is where they are. They stay a game out of first place. Uh, and, and, you know, if, it's, they've still got their hopes alive to win, win the conference yeah. and go into the tournament with a lot of momentum. I want to go back real quick to, uh, to Nico. Um, that's a guy that can really be an X factor for this team, and and Larry, um, as well as as well as um, Gian and, and Emmanuel, were asked about his play after the game, and they all said his his confidence continues to grow. That we need him to to play big for us down the stretch. And Larry made an interesting comment. He said he he could miss basically every layup for the rest of the year, and, and that wouldn't matter. His job is to guard on the defensive end and to not travel when he gets the ball. We've right. seen so many of those just head-scratching freshman turnovers that, I mean, can just kill momentum. And I, I thought last night he, he took a big step forward. You know, we all kind of think of his, his big performance up in Boulder, but um, he, he played well last night. It, it was needed, especially with Emmanuel Magbo fouling out late. They needed a big guy to uh, to kind of fulfill that presence and, and you know, credit Nico for – for doing so, uh, Gian, as you mentioned, a big game, 24 points, 17 of which came in the first half. Prentice Nixon, who has been just outstanding, um, had had all 17 of his points in the second half. So uh, really those three, Clavel, Amago, and Nixon, um, have, have just been as consistent as ever. Um, Larry also talked about Gian and Emmanuel being maybe the best um, twosome in the league which I, t- I totally agree with. I mean, there's um, the, the the two, Oliver, and um, I, I can't think of the other guy in Nevada. But, right, right. Um, and then Williams and um, Elijah Brown in New Mexico. But these two are 
are, are phenomenal. And I think for this team to, to continue to have, have a chance in the end, they're, they're going to have to play as uh, that best duo in the league, maybe. And I think you're going to see them do that. I mean, these guys are, are mature. They're the leaders of the team, guys that, that the team looks to rally behind. And it's, it's funny to me when I'm watching these games and I look down on the court and there's, you know, five underclassmen all playing at right. once. And it's, it, it just reassures you that, okay, this is one of those years where if this is as bad as it gets, okay, you know, maybe I can live with that because we're still not terrible. We're not at that point where you're thinking, yeah, what am I doing? You know, what are we doing? Um, so it's, it's a little bit reassuring to look down and see five sophomores and, 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 a, and a, four sophomores and a freshman or something on, on the court at once. Uh, but it's, it's, to me, it's a heartwarming thing when you see these guys come off the floor and Larry embrace them. I mean, that's obviously a very close group and, uh, and they're able to pull it all together and play well. Uh, like they did uh, against San Jose State. Yep, so quick uh, Mountain West update in terms of standings. Nevada uh, up at the top right now. It's 6-2 and two, New Mexico, 6-3. and three. Fresno, Boise, and CSU all 5-3, and three, and Wyoming is 4-4. Four and four. So, I mean, that's that's a log jam up at the top. Six teams within two games, and we're not even halfway through conference play. So yeah, everybody's really got at least two wins and two losses, and we're, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a tight race, and... Uh, and it's going to be fun to watch, especially yeah. when we get to tournament time down there in uh, in, in Vegas. Yeah, Larry, Larry joked and said yesterday that uh, he wished he had Pierce's team, especially for this year. <laughs> yeah. There may yeah. be just one team coming out of the conference. I think a lot of us wish we had yeah. Pierce's team. I'm yeah. sure Pierce wishes it was right. his team. So. Yeah, so the Rams, of course, uh, 4 o'clock tip-off Saturday at San Diego State. Um, the Aztecs right now are 3-4. and four. They're a little bit down, uh, but any... Steve Fisher-led team, especially at home, is going to be tough. That would, that would definitely be a, a, a big win for this team. So we'll, we'll look forward to that. Um, quick little uh, piece of football news before we head out for this episode. Of course, we've got all these uh, commits coming forth for, for the Rams and Mike Bobo. They get a handful of three stars, including several defensive linemen and, and a wide receiver today. Um, so that's definitely something to look forward to, especially as we approach that February 1st National Signing Day. Your your general thoughts on that as, as far as what they've done, what you hope they can do? I think I think this is a one, the most impressive class I've seen at CSU in at least this decade, if not yeah. a little longer than that. It's the, Mike Bobo is pulling together quite the class, and a lot of these guys are turning down offers from Power five schools to come here. I mean, well, the, one switched from uh, Arizona. I can't think of the kid's name, but he had offers from several Pac five yeah. schools. So. I mean, what does that tell you? It's it's impressive. I mean, people take note of what's going on here in Fort Collins and what they're what they think we're capable of. And you know, it, it, credit that to Jeff Martin, who kind of leads the recruitment process, and Mike Bubba, and all the coaches who are out there day in and day out on the road, just kind of grinding away trying to build this program up to what they know it can be. And it shows that people are buying in, and uh, and it makes you happy as a fan to see these guys who have such talent committing and saying, yeah, I, I want to come there and make my impact. So uh, I'm excited for signing day. We're going to see a lot of big names and a lot of students that are, you know, young kids that are excited to become students here at CSU and, and play for the, the Rams. And uh, I can't wait for this season to get here. Yeah, spring ball is just around the corner. So we're all looking forward to that. But that's going to do it for this episode. We thank you guys for listening. See you back here next week. Go Rams!